Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 29th episode of Talk Local. Today, I was joined by Allison and Chuck Skates from Fluid Coffee Bar. Uh, I was really excited about having them in because they are an inspiration to me um, from a creative side, um, how much they maximize their space and how important the community is to their business. Um, The interview should run around 40 minutes long. Um, I think it's super um, interesting to hear about their background, their love for the region, um, why they love coffee so much, and the inspiration behind Fluid. Uh, So without further ado, here is my conversation with Chuck and Allison Skates. It's very apparent when you go into your place, and I think just by the conversations we've had too, and um, a creator knows another creator when you're talking to one, and you guys definitely have that background. And so where does that kind of start? Mm. Well, we're both very creative we've always been very creative i'm a i'm an artist you know i'll put that in quotations always been yeah so like pretty much oh yeah since childhood i I, my my family always they and they saw my ability to to draw and they've always kind of fostered that in me so to speak i i did go to to art school heron school of art in indianapolis um became a skinny drug addict uh, <laughs> that might be a little extreme but not too terribly extreme uh, so so that's a really destructive lifestyle you know that wasn't going to to last very long but we most of our time in high school was spent in the art loft the art loft as they called it at, at Maryville because the art department at Maryville High School, I don't know what it's like now, but back in the day, it was like this separate entity, like whole different type of thing from the rest of the high school. And that's where we hung out. Like my senior year, that was, I think I had one other academic class and then the rest of them were all art classes, you know? So so that's where a lot of the creativity comes from. Our families are creative. I've got a lot of musicians in my family, even though I don't play any instruments, but uh, uh, it still translates to that, that creative vibe runs through. Yeah, I've got pictures of my dad and Aunt Millie sitting behind microphones like this back in the day, being, yeah. you know, playing music and hanging no out. And, yeah. It's funny because her dad is full on German and, uh, and of course his sister was too, but back back in the... 50s or whatever when they were doing they were on radio wgn stuff like that type of thing they were into honky tonk and country these are two like german immigrants yeah and they're they like love they it. love that honky tonk and country the, that rockabilly hair going yeah. on and you know <laughs> loves that hank williams and stuff so i grew up with that johnny cash you know what is that where you guys kind of get your... Because it's one thing to be creative, but it's one thing to kind of own your identity and own who you are, Yeah. right? And I think that the artists that I respect the most kind of do that. And so is that where you kind of get that from? Is that kind of influence is kind of just really being able to kind of manage yourself and not really care what the outside world thinks? That took me a while. I've gone back and forth with being able to really own exactly who I am, exactly what I do, because I like some weird stuff. And, you know, like it's hard to... Put yourself out there and say okay this is really who i am but i think that it just takes takes time to be able to do that and you have to really not care whether you you gotta just really ignore the haters you know kind of thing yeah, you and that's really hard. do yeah. that ignoring the haters is really hard and it's hard when you have kids because we have two kids 
and when it can you know kind of influence their lives if if you have haters then it you know it made me step back for a while and now i'm back to no i don't care you know yeah but yeah that's for me yeah well and it train like you said you see it when you come in when you come in fluid allison always has kind of said like this is just kind of an extension of our living room i mean this is us yeah that that vibe is is truly truly who we are it's dystopian it's you know, it's it's goth, it's punk, it's post apocalyptic. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. we we have this um, angst that we've carried with us from our from our youth yeah. into our adulthood, <laughs> I guess. We have but, a dark side. <laughs> isn't it amazing that like you think that would be something that would you you like shed at one point, but it's yes. like part of your fuel too. It's yeah. weird. Yes. It's kind of like your yeah. your trigger to motivate you. Yeah, it's well, weird. It's just truly like truly we're existentialists in so many ways and it's just like you gotta that's part of it for me that you have to just embrace it and just like move on you know and i i um i'm not gonna change i don't think from being having that like that dark side to me you know and um well life is not a picnic you know (laughs) and the pursuit of happiness is a is a it's not a really good pursuit, you know, for your life. I mean, bad things happen, you know, and you got to learn how to how to roll with it, you know. Sure. And we uh, like we are, we're talking to you. We we love to read philosophy and things like that. I'm by no means an expert of any kind, but I know what I like, you know, what appeals to me and what makes sense to me. And the pursuit of happiness does not make sense to me, and that is our culture. Uh, around us in in a lot of ways and a lot of people that we know and that whole persona thing like like we were talking about like you build this persona through your you know years of raising kids or whatever and then you get to to the point that we're at and it's like mm, yeah hopefully that persona wasn't too terribly different than who you actually are because it's going to be a problem if it was so well it, it's amazing how kids can just alter it just organically yeah and before yeah. you know it you're not even you who you were before that yeah but yeah. it happens in like uh like it, over time it's oh, like yeah. slowly picks away at you oh, it's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. you know sure. and talking about the philosophical stuff and um i knew we were going to get here eventually because it's i have a passion for it too but when you're talking about that construct um in what ways i guess let me i'm, I'm going to go back to the creative side real quick and then we'll go to philosophical because i think that'll kind of work its way through it yeah. but where do you guys find your solace then like where do you where do you find your passion is it in the details of what you're doing creatively is it in the coffee is it in the merch is it in like that kind of stuff it's in the woods too. <laughs> <laughs> we love being outside Forest for me bathing. yeah we're really like i have to be last week we were in the city for a couple of days and i love being in chicago we try to like hit everything that opens up coffee beer wise and everything but I need that day in the outdoors, like to completely and totally just get my brain straight to be able to create. And I need coffee for real. I'm not just saying that, but I've always been like that. To start my day, I need that coffee and then go. And I need to have that rejuvenation in the woods, like for real. And we have to, we have to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit, but. Um, we both have to be creative in some respect. I mean, it's it's a daily thing if we're not oh, yeah. creating a, a way we're just talking about this. So I'm the creator of the tangible hold on things like the howler or the, 
you know, or the T-shirt or whatever. And Allison is the creator of the social media and the the vibe and you know the the feel of of things. But it's a it's a daily thing, and it's it's just who we are. It's yeah. what we want to do. Yeah. Sure. How does that? Yeah, well, it's hard sometimes, you know, people go their entire lives without finding that, mm-hmm. right? And, like, that creative side of it's really an important facet. I mean, even myself, when I was at the television station before this, I found myself being really repressed. And mm-hmm. I found myself being more angry than I've ever been. Um, and now, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm still angry at times. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you can lose that as a human. Um, but it's really more about project management and quality. You know, now it's like kind of like we have more... Um, control over our destiny than we ever have, at least my own. Yeah. Um, and I take a lot of pride in that. And sometimes that can become confrontational right. and conflicting, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so does that, does that work itself? And I know you had a story a little bit about your music uh, being played at the shop. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, amazing how those little, like, cracks can, like, just form when it comes to just where that – caring so much about it. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, you – fluid it's not our only thing that we do but it's it's a big portion of our lives and it's it's our creation you know it's not your creation to come in and alter it you know it's not yep. not you specifically but you know if <laughs> the if, proverbial you yes yeah exactly so you know we're pretty we're pretty adamant about the way things are to be there you know, so if you're in the if you're in the the kitchen or in the back, our walls are just lined with procedures. You know, so this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this, and that's well. I mean, it's just the way you have to be if you're going to run a business. But it's also how we are kind of personally because yeah. it's ours. You yeah. know, you you do it the way that we protect we each want other yeah. and fluid above everything. Crazy. Yeah. How long has Fluid been around? Just two and a half years. No two way. Two and a half years, yeah. It's not very long at all. And what Chuck was saying about, and kind of what you were touching on is, you know, the list making, the organization, it, you know, it's kind of that yin-yang that we were talking about outside, you know, the there has to be order. The creativity, a lot of times, is chaos. You know, it's just true, flowing chaos. and without that order like we sit there and we make blocks of time like you know your name is in a notebook at home right now that you know and then there's a picture of it on my phone of where we're going at each time and then we do big blocks of like open work time and creative time and things like that so that you know our life is organized and that that order is what gets the creativity out there to the world because with that creativity and that kind of feminine like flowing you have to have this side of it which is okay this is how you get it out there to the world this is how you actually execute it and get it out there and that's my least favorite part of this oh yeah I like the chaos. I do. I enjoy. (laughs) I enjoy having a messy desk (laughs) and just stuff all over the walls. Hence the sticker door. You know, it's like for some reason that that comforts me. I don't know how else to explain. You also have that going on right there. That's true. You know, (laughs) there's a little organization there. (laughs) There, I saw it in your in the other room up front too. That board. Yeah. 
you got to have this stuff, otherwise it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I think that's been the f- biggest frustration is that with every every time we grow, we're taking a step back in organization. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to kind of balance both. Mm-hmm. I've been like trying to find a, like a COO for a while now. Oh, yeah. So to be able to help with that because I, my mind, my natural body and mind doesn't want to do that. Yeah. I instantly yeah. run away from it. Yeah. I'd rather be, I'm the kind of guy who can sit into a room for 48 straight hours and figure it out. Yeah. But I, I get, that's how I get my rocks off. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, that's I guess. Yeah. yeah. But so it makes it, it makes it tough when you're the kind of like the, the sea captain though too. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. the rough but waves kind of like are what drives you. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. Well, that's what we were just talking about with the, um, like Allison was saying, we have these blocks, as we call them. So, but we have to, we have to force ourselves to sit down and create those blocks, and and it's hard because because we don't want to do that work because it's it's very banks of the river, you know. It's not, it's not flowing. It's not chaotic. It's very rigid, and you know this is the way things go, and. And often we put it off to the absolute last minute or we'll push it a day, you know, but, but if we don't do it, then it's the rest of the week is yeah. just turmoil. The you chaos know? runs so. you and you don't get anything out there. You don't get any so quality true. out there. We were operating at our best when we had weekly meetings. <clears throat> yeah. We really yeah. were. And then once, yeah. once we got into this place, they've kind of subsided because we've mm-hmm. just been like so crazy. Yeah. And I wish I can get, we just got to get back to it. Yeah. So you're talking about fluid it's been two and a half years old where does that where does that come from is this something you guys been kind of chewing on for a long time and couldn't wait to kind of get to the world (laughs) or how does that happen (laughs) um well we yeah in in 1991 chuck and i got married it's our anniversary on friday or oh yeah today's wednesday day after tomorrow congrats yes 27 years 27 years so in 1991 is when this idea of of fluid started for real really and then we just there was one starbucks in chicago and um it was before fraser you mentioned starbucks oh (laughs) (laughs) it was before fraser and friends were on tv right before and we felt this like great vibe coming from seattle and out west of like specialty coffee and the idea of sitting in a cafe and it was so foreign and so European at the time. I mean, this was 27 years ago. And we um, we were like, that's what we want to do with our lives. We want to open up a coffee bar and just kind of hang out there. And then we just didn't do it. I mean, we were very young. I got married a few weeks after I turned 19. Wow. So it was like, we didn't know what we were doing. We had no idea. We had entrepreneurs in our family, but we wanted to be chaotic still and we didn't have kids for years for five years after we got married we just pretty much had a blast and partied and had fun so we didn't open the coffee bar but it was always in there in our minds and everything like that and we both have done a bunch of other stuff own different businesses all of this stuff and then three years ago we're like let's do something together we're kind of at you know different phases of our lives and um we're like okay let's do something and chuck was like we should do the coffee bar. And now coffee is so different than it was then, and it's still, we're on another like brink of excitement with you know these roasters really doing cool things. And then with the craft beverage industry, with the craft beer, with the wine, with the ciders, with the coffee, it's an exciting time. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. And that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. 
crazy yeah <laughs> that is a crazy story especially yeah. as I, you don't realize something how that could be like almost fermenting for that long right oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it just always you know sitting in the back of your mind like were, yeah like <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's do let's do the you know it was just back there oh has the business evolved since the day you opened it in your initial <laughs> vision uh i mean the 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 core is there <clears throat> yeah. but we were just talking about this you know how it, things are really becoming kind of cohesive um in the last six months or so and the the marketing and the 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 way that that fluid is being presented is becoming much much more solidified so much so that you know we're we're looking at another location right now not saying anything knock on wood um, but we're in we're in negotiations for that so we really feel pretty comfortable with uh, with where it's at right now and how it, how it's gone I mean we were busy I mean it's just like we were we did most of the build out ourselves i mean it truly is a labor of love um and i designed all the furniture in there the bar no kidding mm -hmm. that's incredible so that that's a creative endeavor there too which i can't wait to to do again uh we had that dystopian feel that's what that's what we that whole mural that's on the wall we were talking to you about that joey potts did from 18th street brewery for us that's um that's Allison literally chipped all the uh, plaster off of that well that that place was a mess when we went in there a mess in that it didn't look anything like it just looked like a office space temporary walls and drywall drop ceiling all that Crazy. crap and we tore it all down and we assumed we were gonna have the old brick you know like most of these old buildings did and we tore a, a, a wall down a two-by-four drywall and then that wall was plastered and it had like old wallpaper and so it was really really cool looking and that's when this dystopian thing started coming around and when she started chipping off all that plaster and found that clay block instead of brick we were like oh hell yeah i mean yeah. this is this is cool so the whole kind of concept kind of evolved from that and that mural that joey did was supposed to look like something that was a remnant of post-apocalyptic you know kind of blown away type of thing you know and you'll see little remnants of it up over here but um yeah so it's just getting more and more cohesive to the point to where we feel like it's time to expand that's awesome and that's kind of like what i love about that it's really tough everybody i've talked to says like the second one to open isn't as hard as the third one yeah mm. apparently that third one opening that I've is just a monster yeah because You've got to like literally organize the administrative side of it. Yeah, yeah. and I hear that's like okay. a whole another like you got the you know the, the blackout room with a flashlight trying to figure it out. Yeah, and like yeah. a lot of businesses, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what yeah. works and what doesn't. Well, with two, <clears throat> I think you can we can handle. This is why we've decided to go ahead and do it because we can handle two like very hands on between us two and our two <clears throat> two adult kids. Our son, you know, is there more than we are actually in uh, the cafe. Shout but, out to uh, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> and Sophie, she's a good girl. Um, but they help us a lot, and that's how we're going to be able to, to do two and not have it overwhelming. But, yeah, I could see where three, it's like, okay, well, now we can't. We don't have another 
set of people to move to a third one so now it's going to get a little bit hot, uh, hairier so we've pretty much with trying to move forward to open up the second one we've pretty much gotten like a team of really good local <coughs> people around us a good lawyer a good accountant a good banker a good insurance man that they're like I feel like that's confidence. the boring stuff that's the how that's stuff you oh, need yeah, it but, they, but just <coughs> try to get to that point that administrative stuff in the background and we can literally walk to our lawyer we can walk to our insurance guy and we can walk to our banker she's like literally around the corner so that's so cool I love that because I feel like they've got our back you know Mm -hmm. how would you guys describe fluid to the outside world I mean from like uh, communal and physical side Mm. philosophically well Hmm. I would say that like what Chuck said about it being our living room is totally true. We wanted to open up a place that the kind of the weirdos and the freaks felt comfortable in first off, um, that Valpo didn't have that. Um, Valpo has, um, it's low or has been low in diversity and um, it was a changing kind of town from a farm town to having a vibrant downtown, which we have, which is beautiful open public spaces in that um and we wanted a place where the people that weren't necessarily um they were kind of stared at maybe sometimes in the grocery store um that they would feel comfortable in our place and that's that's the basis of it then on top of that we wanted a place that people could enjoy art and music and really good coffee and um the coffee side of it is a big deal to us we've not Um, touched on that and that's the yeah and so we wanted we wanted a place that we could really experiment with this beverage it's a beautiful beverage i mean when you look at coffee and you look at how difficult it is to grow it's only like the small band around the equator and what coffee has done is the age of enlightenment happened in europe when people stopped drinking beer all day and coffee places opened and that is fuel for creativity so the coffee part of it the conversations that go on in fluid because of this beverage you know because of the stimulating effect that coffee has um is amazing and it and that comes out in art and music and all of these creative endeavors you need fuel for that and so that's what we wanted to do do you feel a sense of responsibility to the community and being able to have an establishment like that that's socially aware and mm-hmm. forward i don't know if i would consider it a sense of responsibility but it has become i mean we get people telling us all the time like allison said this is the only place i can come in valparaiso and not get stared at or this is the only place that i can come and and have this vibe or hear this music or you know we have drawing pads out for we have volumes and volumes of of sketchbooks since we've opened i think we're on volume like 10 of people that just come in and write draw you know and it could be stick figure you know silly stuff to like serious like works of art and you know we've gotten some of our artists that are on the wall you know that way and so um yeah, I guess at this point I, we feel somewhat of a responsibility for that. I, I, I mean, yeah. I do because I mean, not a responsibility. I would say just like Chuck, but um, I I enjoy it greatly. I like when we have somebody come in like 
that's cross-dressing or something like that, that it's like, hell yeah. yeah. You found us, you feel comfortable walking <laughs> in, that makes me really happy. Yeah. It makes me really happy. And not just that, but 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 people that are, you know, want to dress up in steampunk or people that just are really, really introverted or nerdy or whatever the case it is. If people feel comfortable and you've been there enough to know that that is, it's a very eclectic crowd. It's not one age group at all. Right. It's not one <clears throat> race at all. It is, uh, it is united people that come together with creativity, you know. And, and we so. get a lot of great support from, you know, the, the, the local businesses, the people that are just going to come in and work on their laptops, traditional type of what you would expect at a coffee place, you know, and they're like totally cool with listening to our crazy punk rock or, you know, Joy Division or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you hit it right in the head. Eclectic is like how I would describe it for yeah. sure. Now, I, we will talk coffee. Yes. The, the, um, before we get uh, like off that subject, I want to make sure we're getting that. I think the one thing that's really distinct, and even with the stuff that you brought in today, and I've, 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 usually with coffee shops, there's like two things that kind of really stand out. The experiential part of it is like you walk in, you see the vibe, and then there's like the smell, right? Yeah. But there's a distinct taste, I think, in your finish of your coffee. Mm-hmm. And where does that come from? And what, maybe if you want to kind of expand on any part of the coffee side of it from there. So... Yeah, I love talking I about coffee. I mean, we're very <laughs> passionate about the coffee, and and people are becoming more and more aware of the the plight of the coffee farmer. And, you know, you go into these, um, for years you've gone into places and you've seen, like, fair trade coffee or something like that. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand the complexity of what that cup of coffee means to 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 the whole the whole supply chain from the from the farmer to the importer you know to the to the buy, whatever i mean there's there's a lot of complications and right now coffee is becoming it, it's teetering on on some real big problems where the the market i mean it, it's the second largest commodity traded commodity to oil only so that's how huge the wow. coffee market is and brazil like dominates that market and they dominate it mostly with with crap coffee and it drives the price of of coffee down and making it labor. and slave labor and tearing up the you know just destroying the rainforest there's lots of problems with coffee uh and and how it's how it's produced and how it gets to your cup and that's one of the things that we don't want people to overlook when they come into our place. You know, people come in and, you know, they're used to paying $1.50 for, you know, their their coffee from, you know, the gas station or something like that. And, you know, and ours is two fifty. You know, well, why is your coffee so expensive? Because we buy good coffee. Because not, not just because it, it's good in the respect of the quality and the taste and everything, but it's good in the respect that we pay, pay a fair dollar for that, for that coffee. You know, we're not just buying the cheapest thing that we can find. Number one, you know, if it's cheap, there's probably a reason for it. It's probably not very good. Uh, but beyond that, if it's cheap, you can just imagine you know what that's doing to you know follow that back down the line to these poor farmers you know that are that are not even making a live a livable wage you know and so 
if we can't all agree to pay 50 cents you know more for a cup of coffee so so these people can survive i mean even if you look at it from a selfish point of view do you want good coffee you know so you should you should pay a little bit more for your coffee so that you can assure that these farmers are there uh producing good coffee uh instead of you know just sending us garbage you know and most of it comes from south america uh or africa you know like allison said it's this thin band around the globe where coffee can be grown there's a certain amount of soil a certain amount of you know climate that has to be in place before you can grow coffee there's nowhere in the uh, the only the united states uh, the only coffee grown in the united states is hawaii you know and everybody thinks oh kona you know is this fantastic coffee and it and it's good coffee if you get you know the real deal but that name has been um bastardized you know so to speak so it's very if you get the real deal it's very expensive coffee but anyway so we try to buy the best coffee Uh, we try to use responsible coffee sources and so whether it's uh so we do some micro roasting i roast a little bit in-house that's going to expand at some point awesome um and so when i buy you know our coffee um I will go through probably a dozen coffees before I find one that I actually like. And so it's, it's, a, it's a process, and I try to get it from places that are responsible. Um, What's and that then, system like of experimenting? Is that like a homebrew kit kind of? Um, I mean, in a way, in a way. I mean, it's, um, there's various types of roasters, but... Um, that's a whole nother story these you know people equate like for instance like we'll get people in that says oh i want a dark roast coffee well why do you want a dark roast coffee oh i want something that's you know really strong well what do you mean by strong do you mean strong by taste or do you mean strong by caffeine content you know and most of the time people are saying caffeine content and that's a total misnomer you know that you the darker the roast the less the caffeine really uh, yeah because you're you're basically roasting the 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 caffeine out of the coffee you know so you're you're kind of the the whole dark roast light roast whatever city roast all the the different terms that that are used for it that's kind of passe that's kind of like you know you roast coffee to uh, accentuate what that coffee was or is as it's you know as it's cultivar or as it as its source you know so it might be if this is you know beautiful ethiopian coffee um you know it would be just a, a, a damn shame to to roast it dark uh because then really all you end up tasting is you know the roast you don't end up seeing the you know the the little finite points of, of coffee you know so it's a lot of like um uh, wine tasting or something like that we have a coffee tasting wheel we do cuppings as it's called and so you'll get um, completely people don't understand because they're not educated enough yet on it how different coffee can be a coffee from you know costa rica versus a coffee from colombia versus a coffee from honduras 
and even with on within the same farm you know we'll get some coffees that literally come from the same farm but because it's a different cultivar or a different species of of coffee plant uh, even though it's the same soil they may be grown right next to one another they may be grown up the mountainside you know uh, they can be entirely different tasting coffees unbelievable year to year <clears throat> different too yep and we're the people that we hang out with shake hands with our friends with are literally the people who are shaking hands with the farmers so that's how we buy our coffee the people that we know and that we buy coffee from are literally down in these countries shaking hands with the farmers know the farmers brothers or fathers or their farms and everything like that i mean we know how responsibly everything is grown and what farms they come from well, how intensive is that that process finding those people or do they find you well, <laughs> a little of both yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Little of both. So I'm sure once you put up the the, the front of the like the facade, they're finding you. Oh, some we get we get coffee shipped to us almost weekly from. I mean, because like we were talking about out there, and not being able to keep up with the with the microbreweries, it's beginning to be that way with the coffee roasters. Yeah, you they're know, everywhere. Yeah, they're starting to really pop up everywhere, and you know, there's a there's a there's differences just like there are in in the microbreweries, you know, like we were just in Chicago and we went to Metropolitan uh, Brewing. It's a new brewery. It's right on the Chicago River. It's in this beat up industrial place that's uh, in Lakeview. It's it's phenomenal. No. Oh, oh my God, it's so good. However, yeah, they no. they do not do ales. No ales is one of their um, one of their taglines. They're they're all like loggers and just old style, like really good beers. You know. Really. And so you kind of get it along of those lines with with um, with coffee too. We we want to be a little bit more of uh, the new wave of coffee where it's we're doing experimental things but we're also giving you you know high quality coffee so that 159 that you're drinking right there you know is is made with a is a cold brew that we do in house and it's a high quality cold brewed direct trade coffee that we use along with organic um ginger, ginger and that's because that's what i feel like i'm yeah. tasting then on the back end of it yeah. yep there's ginger and then there is um turmeric and okay. then there's essential oils of lime and lemon in there wow with the cold brew so the elixir thing is really happening um in other parts of the country you know it's, it's it'll come to northwest indiana just like everything else eventually, eventually. Yeah. but we want to bring that kind of stuff and that's what i say a lot of times is we want to bring what's going on in the bigger cities around the country around the globe to northwest indiana and the elixir thing is a big ordeal right now elixirs and tonics and things that are actually good for you as an alternative you know, if we're going to do this craft beverages, there's a place for beer, there's a place for coffee, and then there's a place for, like, health tonics. Sure. And elixirs and people that, you know, um, want to sit with something and drink, sip something instead of a cocktail, instead of a coffee, or combined with them. So ginger has so many healing properties, so does turmeric. We have um, a drink called the Libido Latte that it has maca root in it, which is grown in the Andes Mountains. And, um, what? Yeah, they the they used to take it before battle. It's a mood enhancer, but it also it it also balances your hormones, and so um, it's kind of a 
Hence the, the name libido. Yeah. 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 No way. Yeah. And so I have that combined with um, matcha, an imperial grade matcha green tea. And that mixed together has like this, this enhancing mood properties. And um, it's, a, it's a good seller. Yeah. And I do a golden milk too, which is um, an ancient Indian drink. It's always been like an elixir in India, but I did my own kind of take on it. Um, it's made with almond milk and honey and it's got turmeric in it. It's um, it's really good too. So you so. made that. That's your creation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. the she's the yeah. recipe wizard. So no any way. of the yeah. any of the drinks, if it's if it's not black coffee, Allison has came up with the recipe. So. Except for the cool beer stuff. Then oh, that's the beer Chuck. stuff that we do. Chuck then is then that's, the hops yeah. infuser and all <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was telling you before the show started that we were out in Denver, and there's a place out in Denver um, that a roaster that has been doing like some really cool stuff since like 2010 which is a long time ago in the world of the coffee that we're talking about um but they started hops infusing back then and um they did some amazing stuff so we were inspired out in denver to to bring the hops infused and now it's like area. kind of a it's a common thing now you know a lot of well i mean not that many. Not that many, dark I guess. Doing yeah, it Dark Matter out of Chicago. Chicago. Love the, Dark Matter. Yeah, Shout out dark to them. Great. Yeah. So <laughs> they've got their they've got their hops infused type of varieties of, of coffees and things like that. So the the new one that comes that we're rolling out on Popcorn Fest, as I was telling you about, it's uh, we we've infused it uh, with um, uh, El Dorado hops this time so you get a nice aroma but you don't get the super bitterness of like the citra hops or something like oh, that and then yeah. we're barrel aging it in, in uh brandy barrels actually no way. so where'd you get those at um friends oh, just, yeah, yeah i mean we've got <clears throat> journeyman barrel right now we've got things passed through clinton from misbehaving meads gave chuck Shout a barrel ding, ding, ding. yeah misbehaving meads i've met clinton one time and he was an awesome night. guy yeah, yeah nice yeah he was making a he was making a collab with Crown. I was yes. there for it. Yeah, That's it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, and he did That's a awesome. he did a collab <clears throat> with the um, the guy, the boys at Burnham. There, the oh, two, yeah. two in the pink. But it was it was really really good. Oh, man. It was good. Do you have any favorite breweries in this area? Oh jeez. Well, um, we share an employee with Crown. You just said Crown. Oh, Ben David. Ben yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah, Ben Day and Ben Knight. I hear is two completely yeah, yeah. different people. Yes. Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin Midnight. Yes, <laughs> yes. But um, it's funny because we have a Ben Day that works for us and a Ben May right now. Ben May and Ben Day. So wow. It's crazy. But um, in the area, brewery-wise, I mean, oh. Jeez, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to. I, I like I, them oh, from yeah. from the guys at, at Crown. Yeah, so like Marco, that used to be at uh, Forefathers in Valpo. Yeah, he Four moved Fathers. over there. We like Forefathers. Yeah. Ironwood. Yeah, Shout Ironwood. Out to Ironwood. Um, or uh, Phil at Off Square. You know, there's he's doing good things over there too. Yeah, Beer Church. Beer Church. Yeah. John's from Valpo, so you got to give him the. Where's props. Beer Church at? New, yeah, Buffalo. New Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've been, been to Beer Church yet? No. Oh, my God. Beer Church is really, he's doing yeah, really good mouth stuff. mouth is watering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that I, stuff. I man. love Tapestry and Transient yeah. um, a lot. Tapestry, my favorite beer is the Enigma. Oh, my gosh. I get a taste for that and have to drive up there. And, of um, course, Floyd's, of course, 18th Street, oh, yeah. you know. 
Oh, Burnham. Burnham. Burnham I, if I had yeah. to pick a favorite, maybe it would be Burnham because um, we love those guys a lot. Yeah, yeah. they're and so and they're so philanthropic. Philanthropic. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yep. I love about them. Well, that you were talking about like the yeah, us yeah. too. <laughs> like uh, don't don't forget Devil's Trumpet. Oh, Chris. oh sorry, yeah, sorry, Chris. Yeah, Devil's Trumpet. <laughs> my yes. ghetto, my ghetto. Yeah. You yes. got the, the OG. I mean, with that that's yoga a, pants. Yeah, yoga pants. It's <laughs> all really good. But um, you gotta. I mean, he's in our he's in our old hood. You know, we, yeah. we gotta we gotta support. Oh yeah, support him. I think they're the only one in there, right? In Maryville. Yeah. 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 Maryville is just a bunch of corporate stuff at this point, so I'm not yeah. not super crazy about you know going up there anymore. But he makes it worth our while to you know pass through. Yeah. So. For sure. Awesome. I think sure we, we left anybody out. Oh, yeah. sure. I, I usually like now, especially after like being around it as much as we can. It's hard to like select one. Oh yeah. Because like, there's a personality yeah. behind every brewery. It yeah. Really yeah. Is. And, you, and you figure out that like everyone's really cool. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. so it's hard to be like that's my favorite. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. It's, I couldn't do. It. I, I don't think I could do it. We we went for the first time to Byway a couple weeks ago. I'd never been to Byway yet. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was real good. Out there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Podcast out there. But yeah. Byway was good. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we're, I'm thinking I'm going to Byway Thursday. Yeah, okay. yeah, I love That's a that nice stuff. facility. Yeah. Oh, dude, crazy facility. Yeah, it's it been is. crazy to see. Like, cause I home brewed around 2010, 2011, and um, never made it clearly to like having a brewery. But I fell in love with like the, the entire industry, mm-hmm. and it's amazing to see the waves of how it's expanded. Oh, I, I, I got a thing like crazy. that. Coffee part of it's going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. great. It's it's awesome to see that like Off Square and Byway had the like the hindsight of what everyone else was doing to kind of create these like beer cathedrals yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and so it'll be interesting it. to see how it kind of keeps yeah. going yeah, or, if yeah. it, or if we have we hit the roof is there ways to continually expand well, it depends on what know. you read you know i mean that's what we feel like with doing like the elixirs and doing you know different things because there's you know there's there's waves of coffee and we always talk about this and some coffee people hate the labels and things like that but for lay person for lay people you know they un- to understand it it's very easy to understand you have you know r- three waves of coffee legitimately recognized now now there's talk of new wave and there's talk of maybe a fourth wave of coffee no. you know so it's all just but i mean in general it's like coffee in a can that your grandparents would have drank would have been the first wave total garbage you know just but it was in the home now everybody had coffee and then you had the big boys you know introducing espresso based drinks to you know to the united states Crazy. and that was the second wave and now the third wave is um where it's more direct about trade. direct trade fair trade fair trade's a little second wave-ish but roasting. uh roasting and stuff like that but now it's moving into this weird kind of well, kind of like the breweries did. It used to be very traditional. I mean, you talk about home brewing. Um, I was home brewing in ninety four. Ninety four. No way. And yeah, so to find way you're an OG. Yeah. yeah. And in ninety four, it was really, really, really hard to find good beer. Yeah. There's no online. You yeah. can't even order the, like, no. the materials at that no. point. No. 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 There was no. There's no, no online. There's like no that's online. the beginning of Definitely Netscape not. or something. Definitely you know? not. Oh, there yeah. was. We didn't have that. <laughs> no. no. We didn't have the internet until 1999. <laughs> so nowadays you've got. I don't know if there's waves of you know how they talk about it in the brewing industry like we do in the coffee industry, but you know you've got some people now going back to like that metropolis or 
metropolitan we were talking about they've basically said nope we're not doing any of that fruity you know shit we're we're doing traditional good solid beers and that's great you know you can do that and uh, but then you got people you know windmill we didn't talk about those guys you know doing the milkshake ipas and the well there's like 25 breweries at this point it's hard to name them all it's gonna be impossible we've we've just got the goods here yeah yeah. we really do it's great northwest indiana michigan chicago man my god is there any final thoughts you want to you want to leave it the listeners with well, come see us at Popcorn Fest. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> We've got all hands on deck. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited about that. We're always looking forward to something, and that's what we're looking forward to because it is insane. And we crank um, the music like super so loud. loud. We <laughs> so don't talk to you, street. but yeah. we serve you great coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so you better listen for your name if you're waiting in line. You yeah. won't be able to hear hardly, but awesome. we're going to be coming out with our fall drinks at the autumn solstice so the end of september we've got some good things coming out a couple of new really wild drinks so we try to stay really traditional chuck and i don't like to go in when it's 100 degrees out and see the halloween stuff in the store or the christmas trees or anything like that we try to stay when the weather is actually gonna change our fall drinks will come out and they will be spectacular Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And they can find you at Fluid uh, Coffee Bar on Facebook, right? Yeah. I think it's the full name. It's, um, yeah, Fluid Coffee Bar. Our, our hashtag is Fluid Coffee Love. Fluid Coffee Love on all social web, media. And our, web our website is Fluid Coffee Love. Awesome. Well, I, there's got to be a way we can collab on something oh, yeah. down the road. I'd love to do something together, even if it's like an event or something. It would be really yes. cool. I know we keep getting ideas, and we keep kind of throwing it out there and see what happens. And Chuck should roast some coffee for you, and you do a bag that says Local 219. Yeah, we do that. We do collabs like that. He picks something, yeah. Some kind of coffee that he likes. Good to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, did you do the? Uh, I see that we create media has your coffee now. Yeah, they, they got it That's on awesome. tap. Now. They're cool. They, they have a few places a with it yep. on tap. So if you if you want coffee on tap and you're relatively nearby, we've tried to do that a little bit in a in a bigger area, and it's just it's just too hard for us right now. But uh, maybe in the future we'll roll more of that out. But there's a handful of places around that have kegs of our cold brew on on tap. So. Awesome. Well, we had we had ideas of having a co-working space in here eventually, but I think cool. it. while this seems like a lot of room, it's kind of getting smaller by the day, and yeah. so I don't think we can do it here. We'd almost have to start another business yeah. somewhere else to do it at this point, because yeah. I think it would just be too... And it's perfect for that, because in, in the city, the coffee on tap, the nitro coffees are there, and we, we were in one locally here uh for for a while too but uh yeah it's a great co-working space drink oh yeah well anytime you guys ever need any favors let me know anything Aww. i'd be more than willing to help if you guys need to push anything across yeah. uh, cool. i'd yeah. love to do that so you too man Same. all right cool yeah, I, i'd love to figure out something i don't know what yeah. it is it'll be but the timing will be right the, yeah. the, the motion will hit us right when yeah. it's oh, right yeah. um yeah and you can follow us at local 219 across all platforms local underscore 219 on twitter and uh that's about all we have so have a great week talk to you soon all right Bye. thanks Thanks.